Yo, welcome back to the Return to Play podcast. I'm your host, Steve Navarra, and with me as always is Danny, and behind the curtain is Big Jim, Jimbo Slice. And uh, clap it up, make some noise if your favorite team is in the NFL playoffs. Woo! Where you at, Jim? I didn't hear Jim. Tied for last in the AFC North is Jimmy. Hey, we uh, yeah, we uh, we beat Baltimore just just for you, Jim, so you didn't have to be last <laughs> or win all of your uh, picks this week. Now you tweeted that you're going to search for a new NFL franchise to root for. Are you any leads? I honestly, I I was about to go to the Buffalo game this weekend. Uh, I was looking. Out of division, not a rival. I didn't want to go NSC, but I also wanted it to be close enough where maybe I could drive to go to see a game. And I almost pulled the ticket, uh, almost pulled the trigger on getting two playoff game tickets in the like, like top aisle, like top row of the stadium to watch them play uh, Patriots. That was my early on, early on, uh, favorite probably would be green bay but with the uh aaron Rodgers up in there uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm not about to start pulling for a team that's about Listen, to be in shambles when i was six or something i was a steelers fan i jumped ship to go to fucking cleveland i'm not making that mistake again so i'll wait to see how this playoffs goes how the off season will go and then i'll maybe i'll look into uh jump in fanhood because it's just not worth it anymore fuck these I, guys i'll probably I think, leave and then they'll win two super bowls back to back somehow yeah I, well you'll always have a have a special place in your heart for the browns i'm sure somewhere somewhere in there uh yeah it's usually in my fucking lower intestine as <laughs> if i was trying to think of a joke you you've filled it in quite nicely there um what else do we have going on that was a crazy crazy uh sunday of football i was entertained for an entire 18 hours of sunday and then a a pretty good um national championship game with um who who, who's the guy that tore his acl jameson williams yeah so it sucks for him that he can't train like he would want to over the off season but all in all i don't think i was thinking this after that injury happened watching the game it was you know with with the medical um care out there now and the science behind all of this stuff sports medicine um tearing your tearing a ligament or breaking a especially a non-weight bearing bone but just breaking a bone and having to rehab for six to eight months really doesn't set you back as far as it would have even 20 years ago, like the turn of the century. So I think, I think we've come a long enough way now that like uh, these athletes and stuff know how to rehab so much better and, and cleaner that injuries, I don't think as affect athletes quite as much as they used to. I think that there's a larger stigma on, getting hurt than uh there should be do you have any thoughts about that yeah he 
he should be. I mean, he'll be fine. He'll. It's it's unfortunate he'll miss out on you know the combine and and training and all that, but he'll still have the the sample size of what he put up this year, and he should still be a first round, maybe second round pick if he does drop a little bit. But he should be ready to go. You know, start of the season would be eight months. Maybe he starts the year on the pup list, kind of like how uh, Rashad Bateman did this year. But long term, it's not going to affect his career. Yeah, we'll see, you know, how that affects his, maybe his rookie season. I, you know, if you're doing a, a best ball draft early on, he's hurt right now, rookie receiver. You could probably get that kid in, you know, 17th, 18th round as a freebie for best ball. Might be someone to look at because he was supposed to be a, a, a first round pick, right? Yeah, they were projecting him top 15 potentially. Yeah, so maybe not 17th, 18th round in best ball, but who knows right now? Like, uh, you know, uh, when best ball starts right after the Super Bowl, I think some of these spring um, lineups in that puppy one would, you could get him at super low cheap. And, and we saw rookie wide receivers this year kind of step up and, and fill in large roles. Um, so, you know, I think he's a guy that can keep that trend continuing even though oh sorry i thought you were done uh, i was just gonna say i knew <laughs> nothing about him but he just feels like someone that can step up and fit right in depends who is a, who his quarterback is i think if he gets you know a big armed quarterback especially if they have other receivers he'll be i mean he's a he's a burner he's gonna be that that deep threat kind of might ex, you know explode onto the scene how how chase claypool did getting a bunch of you know big deep touchdowns early on i think he could definitely have that potential uh, everybody kind of saw the, just to get anatomical for a minute, everybody saw the close-up of, of the injury look kind of gruesome. You can, to, to break it down, kind of what happened, you can see, you see some kind of like snap or jolt and his leg kind of recoils. So, so you see the, the tibia as he's, as he's, all his weight is on that leg when he's trying to cut. You see the, you can see it in the slow-mo, you can see the tibia kind of, it, it translates anterior, meaning the, the lower portion of his, his leg, the, the lower leg bone, you see it kind of slide out, which means at that point the, the ACL is at full tension, and when it, when it finally snaps, you see the, the tibia kind of recoil back from that, um, I guess, the force of the ACL giving way, which, I mean, so, you know, looking at it, you knew it was going to be ACL. It doesn't sound like there's any other um, structural damage. They didn't say say anything else was injured, so... You know, you're looking at that eight to twelve month recovery, but like Steve mentioned earlier, this it's twenty twenty two now. It's it's completely different than it was ten, twenty years ago. So he should should be back, you know, sometime in the fall at a at a at a full recovery. Yeah, that was I like the uh time to get an anatomical um phrase. We should keep that around, especially moving forward next season somebody write that down with the, with um, the sound effects yeah we need a sound effect for that too now uh, uh here i'll write it right here you hear me typing cut that jimmy you're not gonna cut that <laughs> you don't cut anything i tell you to cut i listen back to these <laughs> there's never a cut <laughs> uh um well let's 
let's get right into the injury news i suppose there's really not a whole lot it's it's the playoffs it's time to nut up or shut up you can pretty much expect um everyone who's getting you know even limited practice at this point i think they would find a role for that person in the game um unless obviously there's something significant injury happening we'll keep you updated on anything like that but at the moment it seems like everybody who's limited at practice and questionable at practice, it feels like pretty much everyone's going to play, especially on the offensive side of the ball for fantasy-wise, fantasy value. Um, the the Cowboys and the Chiefs in general, they're pretty much completely healthy. Dallas has a lineman limited at practice, but you know he's going to play. And then the Chiefs, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, is uh still limited he's been resting the last couple weeks but i bet you he gets he gets some of the workload this week maybe not too much depending on if the chiefs uh (laughs) blow out the steelers or not but we'll probably get to that the steelers later um danny what what do you have on the cowboys or the chiefs they don't have much going on My bad, my mic was muted. Not a whole <laughs> lot coming out of uh, out of those camps. I'm uh, I am a little worried about the onslaught the Chiefs might pour on, but uh, you know we could be the Browns. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, or the Ravens, honestly. Yeah, or the Colts. Oh my God, if if the I can't imagine being a Colts fan right now, honestly. Oh, and then yeah, having to have the national championship game in your stadium. In it was it was such a freaking like ridiculous Sunday for Steelers. Like everything early happens and then that's the way that Sunday night game came down. Like while it's ha- I'm like the, the tie is inevitable at this point and I'm like I'm like you know what it's probably not that bad like it saves us from getting our asses whooped and Ben goes out with back to back wins over the over the Browns and Ravens like like that's yeah. a, that's a good enough story and like it took this fluke thing to like get us out of the playoffs like I'm like that's okay that's okay but but alas we we made it but uh man i you know part of me is like damn it now ben's gotta go get get his ass whooped by 40 points and throw four picks in the freaking playoffs and <laughs> might have he might have been better off with the tie we, we don't know well is, when they look back the Browns, on it man. no one's gonna remember his performance in well maybe because you know he got kind of blown out by the browns last year in the wild card uh, but this year he had he put no expectations on himself today by saying out loud they're an underdog they're, he's gonna go out there and have fun. Uh, so he he eliminated all the pressure and all the criticism he might uh, ensue on Monday morning, which I think was very smart of him. I think people will remember you know his number of playoff appearances or um yeah his postseason numbers and this game even if his numbers suck it still boosts all those numbers a little bit for all of his his career stats so all in all i think it's probably i I, i'm gonna enjoy watching the steelers get their ass whooped or not it's just uh it's just crazy how we made the playoffs and and just how how much it pisses off the browns fans that this happened I know it does. I know it's eating at them right now. So that brings me pleasure just in it, and of itself. It brings me joy. We've Mike Tomlin has missed the playoffs four four times with teams that were like light years above this year's team. And and this is 
this is the team he somehow drags to the playoffs. It's it's unbelievable. We were a game and a half away with Mason Rudolph making the playoffs. Oh, even like that team that well, the defense was freaking lights out that yeah. year. But yeah, and a lot of it is the same defense, just so damn banged up right now. Well, uh, Minka kind of had a quiet season, made some mistakes. Ter- Terrell Edmonds, I guess, gotten better. We're talking Minka, a lot of Minka definitely came on late. He he struggled early, but those the last half of the season he was lights out again. Yeah, he he's Big, the D line was just the biggest. D line was. We too have nobody on. Yeah, we have our O lines young. It is. Both sides of the offensive line struggle, and it's evident in in how we play. Let's let's yeah, keep that, it. That's mo- enough about seven seeds. Let's move on. Yeah, um, Jimmy G. Apparently, you know. He's good enough to play. I guess you could kind of ignore. I didn't watch too much of their game. I just had red zone on for the 430 games. But, you know, he was still completing passes. I need to I need to look up his stat line. What What do you got about Jimmy G? He looked okay. I mean, they they obviously went down early and he led a bunch of uh scoring drives there at the end. I mean, the stats don't wow you. Um, yeah, he was 23 for 32. Yeah, he did have two picks, but I mean, uh, still, I mean, yeah, not spectacular stats, but I mean, he did, you know, he did Jimmy G things, managed the game, had big plays when he needed them. And well, I'm surprised that am I wrong by saying they didn't have any like tape or anything on his thumb? Uh, you know, I'm with you. I I was watching the red zone, so I don't know that I looked that closely at it. But I I almost can't imagine, unless they just like lied about the severity of it. Let me see. Who who did they play last? Out? Oh, Rams. The Rams. Um, I'm trying to find like an image of it, but kind of hard to do. I need to just look for like game highlights, but even that would be hard to see. Um, but anyway, uh, Danny, you can look for that. I'll I'll move on to Aaron Rodgers. He was quoted saying, "The toe should be fine. Uh, you know, should be rested enough for." Shut the fuck up, Aaron Rodgers. I'm sick of your bullshit. Until you're a Pittsburgh Steeler, I'm uh, I I do I do enjoy Aaron Rodgers playing, but I'm sick of this toe toe bullshit from you. Uh, it's either a problem or it isn't. You had the chance to fully rest it. You lost to the Lions anyway, so it's the win did not matter at all to you. If you're just going to play a quarter, I do not see the point in in going out there and playing one quarter of football when apparently the toe is a big enough issue to talk about still. I'm sure he's being asked about it, but, you know, uh, <laughs> keep the rust at bay. I, he's Aaron Rodgers. I, he hasn't practiced in like six weeks. Um, I don't think he needed one extra quarter of football. He could have just maybe went to practice this week instead. Uh, it's it's whatever. The toe is not an issue anymore, apparently. Uh, it wasn't an issue, or you wouldn't have played this week. So I'm over talking about Aaron Rodgers' toe. Uh, it's it's um, a moot point at this point. There's nothing nothing to talk about. It's fine. He's He's fine. He's completely fine. He's going to play probably really well the next couple weeks here and then lose in the NFC Championship game again and then come to the Steelers. 
Um, I got a I got a Jimmy G update, sort of. Yeah, I've seen well some. I mean, I've seen some pictures with him. He does have it. He's got. Uh, it's not like tape. It's like a it's like a fitted kind of. Uh, not a brace either. I mean, you know, kinesio tape kind of looking thing, but it's like a fitted, like a molded thing. But then the other pictures of I see. He doesn't have it, so I'm wondering if he took it off. Now, now I'm trying to watch highlight. He so at some point he did have some sort of supportive device on his thumb. Yes. Uh but oh, I see. Might, it. I see. He it. might have taken it off mid game. I have it right, right here. It's uh, it is looks like kinesio tape, or it's um, an Orfit brace, which is um, a soft casting material, mostly made for the purpose of hands. So it looks like is a, a little bit of a thumb splint there uh, made with looks like Orfit, but it could be also kinesio tape from the image I'm looking at. Uh, either way, yeah, kind of I mean, just. Watching, I'm watching yeah. highlights, and he definitely has it on. So some of the I, I don't know I don't maybe those weren't even this year the the pictures that I was looking at where he didn't have it. Yeah, so um, Jimmy G, I think he'll play about as well as he can i i don't think at this point the thumb is it didn't seem to limit his accuracy too much i think most of his bad plays come from decision making or just his accuracy wasn't top notch to begin with uh so you know i think he plays about this this he can play to his ceiling or to his floor this week is is i guess my final stance on jimmy g yeah he was wearing that thing throughout the game yeah, seems to work. Good, good for them. Uh, well, finally, uh, I'll let you talk about uh, JJ Watt here. Yeah, Maybe. so JJ Watt with the uh, improbable, improbable return to play. Um, not official yet. He's designated to return from from the injured reserve. But if you recall, he went down probably around October sometime and was estimated about a four-month recovery um looks like october 24th he went down so for him to be well that's not even that's two and a half months not even three full months which is kind of kind of an outlandish thing after a uh you know a reconstructive surgery in your shoulder he'll definitely if he does return i mean he'll definitely have it braced heavily um, he'll be on some sort of a of a snap count. You know, he, he's not going to play more than half the game, I can't imagine. But just his presence out there, um, you know, just, just being a, a large, strong body that you have to block and account for definitely would make some kind of a, a boost to the, to the Cardinals' defense. So something, definitely something to watch here. Yeah, uh, so I think that's that's the bulk of the injury news. Like we said, uh, not not a whole lot. I think everybody on all of these offensive squads are are going to play and and get their full uh, rep counts. So and Jalen Hurts is obviously going to play for the Eagles, and you know everybody seems to be playing uh, for that game. Um, 
So we'll get right into oh Miles Sanders was limited today. So maybe maybe Miles Sanders might make a comeback, might make an appearance. If if it's now or never, you're you're facing the defending Super Bowl champs. You either put everybody in or or not. So I would watch Miles Sanders practice status throughout the week when you're going to make a, a DFS picks or or, or even uh, consider it for the spread too. I think he he's good at running the ball. Uh, Tampa Bay, pretty good at stopping the run. So should be that should these all should be pretty good games, including the Steelers Chiefs. I think that'll be a good good game. Um, let's get into the segments. We're going to go to the soccer draw of the week. I believe I gave two picks out: a La Liga and a Serie A pick. Uh, I I drew on my two. Picks. You can't you can't write this stuff, people. Uh I went one and one on my draws of the week. Maybe we should start doing two draws of the week and see see how many. No, no, that was just a one-time thing. Um this week, I'm going back to Syria. I'm going back to the motherland, and I'm going Bologna versus Napoli. And uh made that rhyme there to sound funny. I think it was. I think that was was good enough that we're going to get a tie, and Google says there's a 27% chance of a draw in this game. I like those odds. Danny, what do you have? Yeah, so I hit I hit mine last week. I'm on a I'm on a little hot streak here. That's one in a row. Um, Via Real, I told you I can't roll the tongue. Tie drew uh, Atletico Madrid. Dos a dos. So why not? I'm gonna stick to. Uh, I'm gonna stick to La Liga, go back to Villarreal, playing uh, Elche. Uh, Villarreal, the favorite, Elche down at the bottom of the table, but why not? This just feels like a one-one draw. Let's keep up the magic. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, oh, don't yell at me. My phone went off on the table. I don't know if you heard that. Tight I, end. I heard it. <laughs> Tight end. Guru, uh, I have, I, ha- I think I have some very good advice this week. We, if you're going to spend up, I think in cash games, Kelsey and Gronk are the two highest on the board. I like both of them. They're both in the six thousand. So, twelve points gets you two x for cash games. Uh, about fifteen points would be two and a half x. It's Gronk in the playoffs at home. Uh, Kelsey at home to the Steelers. Uh, Devin Bush can't cover. Um, he can't paint the side of a barn red and and cover. Uh, damn, I messed that. That wasn't good. I'd I'd say cut that one and let me try it again. But I know I know that won't happen. So I'm just gonna keep it moving. Devin Bush can't cover anything in the middle of the field uh, that goes across his face or behind him. Left to right. So, uh, Andy Reid, if you're listening, just send Kelsey on a crossing route, uh, maybe a chip chip block and a crossing route, and you'll you'll get um, 30 yards every every time. Um, and if you're gonna pay down, maybe a couple tournament plays. Uh, I, I got to go back to my guys, Dallas Goddard and Pat Fryermuth, uh, two guys in the four thousands that are 
I think definitely are capable of eight to 10 points, which would, would two X you two, but I think they have a high, a high, even higher ceiling, especially Goddard. Goddard's been a staple of that offense kind of all year long, and he's still staying sub $5,000. So tight end, a guru. And now I think we can roll. Oh, uh, is there another segment? We do have we do have another segment. Yeah, we got a we got the last re- uh, last week of the regular season, the LGBTQIA plus player of the week. I, I got to give it to Carl Nassif. I'm channeling back to the former All American. You know, 17 times in one season, he's he's won the award, which is pretty impressive to think about. He he actually did not play this week inactive. Still, he was off the COVID list, but left inactive for the for the game. But uh. Huge win for the Raiders. Got both the Raiders and the Steelers to the playoffs, and I like to I like to believe that his his support was a part of that. So, LGBTQIA plus player of the week, Carl Nassib. Yeah, and we might we might have uh, a candidate for that segment next week. Even maybe maybe more than one candidate. Who knows what can happen in a week? Um. And now for the main event, the greasy gambling picks. So here is the final stats for the 2021-2022 inaugural Return to Play podcast picks. Um, Of course I said um there. (laughs) Uh, Let's go from last place would be Danny at 25 and 29, but a winning record with the... A draw or the the locks of the week, eleven and seven. Nice uh, rhyming number there. Next next up is Jim. Almost got to fit uh, five hundred there with a twenty six and twenty eight record, eight and nine in the locks. And then there is me. Uh, I went positive. Uh, thankfully, twenty nine and twenty five overall. But my locks were a miserable. Six and twelve, and that trend started early on. So you know, if if you did um, just do my other two plays only and faded my lock, you would you would be um, up up a buttload. But either way, I, I think I did. Uh, we all did pretty good. Um, you know, no one got crushed. No one was like an embarrassment. So let me, let me chime in here. At one point, I was an embarrassment. I uh so I was sitting at six and fifteen one point at one at one point on a miserable losing streak. So since that point, I've finished nineteen and fourteen and eight and three in the locks. So finished finished the season well. I'm, I'm a second half player just like the Steelers, and I'm up four units on the NFL bets. I'm minus eight on college bets. So don't listen. I consider myself a college guru, but. Do not listen to a damn thing I said about the college game this year because I apparently couldn't fucking figure it out. Is someone was what's happening? We're we're at an awkward pause. Oh shit! My you, mic was on. Yeah, I'm like someone else we can both, say something. We both did it. Damn it! We stink. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, but I'm the undisputed what? lock of the week champion. And wasn't that wasn't that wasn't there a stipulation for that at the beginning of the year? I don't remember what it was. 
I don't know. Maybe someone out there can go back and listen to the episode uh, right before week one. I'm sure we explained it. And you can let us know and tweet at us at return to play pod. What the, uh, what, what, or if there was a stipulation and uh, yeah, I'd just like to say that I went uh, 53.7% on my, on my picks. So I still not in quite enough to uh, I still technically would have went negative. If all of these bets were minus one ten. I would have been like down. I think you have to go 54% to uh, cover the juice. So I would have been down a couple bucks overall uh, as well. Next year, next year, we're going to, we're going to win uh, some money on these 60% picks. next year, you know, universally for the show. <laughs> that's we're, the standard we finished fin- i mean we were we were all doing bad the first few weeks it was like we were all we were all below 500 for for a couple weeks there yeah i started out one and four yeah 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 so uh week three we had a combined two wins two and nine on week was, three there it was it was miserable it was miserable for me for for a while uh Two, two and uh, two and nine again on uh, or two and sorry, two and uh, seven, two and seven in week twelve as well. But we had some good weeks in there. We had some of those flipped as well. So, yeah, like like it shows, we went average. We're average at this. We're, we're a second half pod. We'll be back. We'll we'll regroup. We'll be a first half team next year, and we'll do we'll do it for four quarters of the season. But we're hot. So listen to our playoff picks. Let's get into it. That's right. Our playoff picks are going to go as such for this round. I think all the rounds we're going to do our favorite, our best bet for the spread and the over under. So we're having a spread lock and an over under lock. I hate to call them locks because my locks are shit. Um, we're going to do we're going to do that each week. And then once I think once we get to the championship round, We'll add in some props, or maybe once uh, some injuries start piling in for the playoffs here, we can we can see who uh, who what injury props we can maybe take advantage of. Maybe that's what we should do next season too. Someone write that down as well. Right here, you can hear me type again. Injury props, got it. We're We're locked in. We're doing Super Bowl picks this week too, right? Yes, and so it's the start of the playoffs. We're going to do a Super Bowl matchup with a winner. And uh, we could do it kind of like a a hybrid survivor. We could do if either what we have to do a matchup and a winner. So if either team or I guess your winning team gets eliminated from the playoffs, you have to do another prediction and we'll see uh, who can, who can get to the Super Bowl winner with the least amount of predictions. So you always have a horse in the race. If you, um, if if your winning team loses, if your winning team's still in it, we'll we'll keep it. It'll just be like a half half win, I guess. Um, all right. With who wants to go first? I don't. I'm ready. Go. I'm ready. I'll go first. All I'm right. not scared. So my Super Bowl winner. I'm gonna stick with with what I said preseason. I still like their chances. Buffalo Bills per Fanduel. They are tied for third best odds right now with the Bucks, plus seven fifty. Um, so I'm, I'm taking, I'm a, I'm a ride with Buffalo. I think they can do it. They got, they finished strong, got the division. So they're playing at home week one. Um, I like them to ride this momentum all the way. 
my matchup, I'm gonna be a basic white girl and pick the pick the Packers. So Bills versus Packers right now is plus eleven hundred. Packers are just rolling, getting back to Yari back and Zadarius Smith. They're getting they're gonna be a tough team to beat, but I think the Bills can pull it off and uh we're supposed to play in LA, but we'll see. We'll see if that gets moved because because of COVID, all the all the Cali restrictions. Um, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna even spice it up. I got Josh Allen MVP for plus nine hundred. Um, so let me give you my my locks here. My spread lock. I'm all Buffalo. Why not? I picked them both times they played the Pats this year. The one screwed me over because they played in that blizzard. But the Bills at home minus four. Patriots kind of limped to the finish line, lost three of four, um, including getting getting beat pretty good by Buffalo. Playing in Buffalo, Mac Jones rookie playing his first playoff game. Tough to bet against Bill Belichick like this, but I like the Bills to cover four. And then my my over under lock, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take under fifty one for the Niners Cowboys. I I realize the Cowboys are are high powered offense, gonna score a lot of points. That game is gonna be indoors, but I just seems just seems like a lot of points to me. I think with with Cowboys running backs kind of getting getting a little healthier, they're gonna be running the ball. Niners obviously love to run the ball, kind of control possession. Um, just think it'll be be a lower scoring game than that. So I'm gonna take under fifty one. Yeah, I I don't hate that. Uh, G- Jim, do you want to go? Uh, excuse me. Yeah, I'll, uh, taking, what are we doing? Over, under, right? Super Bowl and our spread lock. Spread yeah. lock. I'll just start there. Taking Dallas minus three this weekend. Uh, I feel like they'll just cover it. That's no rhyme or reason. So I make my picks. Um, my over, under. I'm going to do the under in the L.A. Arizona game at 49 and a half. Uh, we'll see. And then my Super Bowl prediction will be Green Bay versus Tennessee. And then uh, Green Bay winning. All right. Jimmy. Jimmy's a one seed man. Yeah. Well, they can't lose week one, so you got that. I do like Pittsburgh plus 9,000 to win the Super Bowl. That's the lock of the week right there. <laughs> um, my, my picks, uh, my, my spread lock, I'm going to go with, I'm going back to exactly the Rams minus four, which is my, which was my only loss last week. Um, I'm getting it back this week. I think I just looked, everyone's on the Cardinals. 90% of the money's on the Cardinals. Everyone's taking the Cardinals. The Cardinals are a very good team, but I think the Rams can get hot. And McVay got embarrassed there, Week 18. Um, all the all the cards are on the table now, and I I take uh, McVay over uh, Cliff uh, in the playoff spot here. I think the Rams at home, um, their offense outmatches uh, Cardinals off offense, who hasn't been able to quite uh, make it all click without. Um, DeAndre Hopkins. My over under is going to be oh geez, this is a tough one. Um I'm just gonna root for points in the Steelers Chiefs game, uh e- e- no matter who it comes from. So I think I'm just gonna load up on 
targeting this game for DFS and for um, you know this over under here. So over under forty six. The Chiefs could definitely get. Uh, I think they definitely put up thirty. You know, maybe thirty five even. Um, and if it doesn't, that means the Steelers are probably in the game, and it's going to be very exciting for me. So emotional hedge here over forty six. And then my Super Bowl matchup, which I put in at the beginning of the season at 60 to 1 odds. I have the Bills versus the Rams, and I will take the Bills to beat the Rams in LA. Um, I, I, you know, probably a good chance I have to do another one of these matchups, but who knows? I'm basically rolling on the Bills to get uh, into the Super Bowl, which. Uh, if if the Rams lose here, uh, I like Bills Packers as well. What Danny had. Um, my preseason matchup was Bills Cardinals. I should have stuck with that, but I pussied out. Cardinals are. That's weird that, that you said all the money's on the Cardinals. I don't know. I mean, I would love for the Cardinals to win. They're probably the team I'm rooting for most. But like, man, they finished so cold. Kingsbury just down the stretch. Always finishes cold. Bills Cardinals is plus five thousand for the matchup. I miss. I misspoke. I had to, it was a different game. I was uh, looking at the money. There, eighty percent of the money is on the Forty ers though. And gotcha. yeah, yeah. I, 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 that that one makes sense to me. I was gonna say I don't that that seems like that seems crazy to me that that many people are on the Cardinals um, over the Rams. The the Cardinals still are getting more money though. They're getting sixty four percent of the money. But the bet tickets are split down the middle, so there's there's larger sums of money. Cardinals, gotcha. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I I I think just looking at the, I mean, the Cardinals, especially if D Hop plays, I mean, it's on paper, you know, that matchup seems pretty. That's pretty true, I guess. Down the middle, but the Cardinals <laughs> finished so cold. Kyler looked like a different person the second half of the year. We'll see. I I hope the Cardinals pull it off, though. I'm really pulling for them. We did completely forget to talk about um, DeAndre Hopkins. D Hop, yeah. Well, um, we I channeled it back to it just in time. So just D Hop, what's his practice status? Cliff Kingsbury confirms no DeAndre Hopkins for Monday's game in LA. Ooh, wait, no, that was that's old. That's old. They're not playing on that's Monday. Today, January twelfth. Yeah, they are playing Monday. Yeah, they're playing yeah. a playoff game on a Monday. What the hell? A Monday NFL? night football. <laughs> I'd be so, dude. If I was a fan, I'd be so. So what? You play? You win on Monday. You got to turn around and play on Saturday in the playoffs. That's some bullshit. No, it'd be Sunday. They're, they're so. definitely playing Sunday, but that's still. They did this last year too. That, yeah. Last now that you're saying that, it come, it's coming back to me. But that's some, dude. If I was, yeah, that that would piss me off. Yeah, but you they got the one extra short day week in the playoffs. That's crazy. Yeah, but they got to start their playoffs with one extra day rest. Yeah, but both teams get to start. Both teams in that matchup get to start with the same amount of rest. You know what I mean? Like whoever they play no. next week will be be off of an extra day of rest, an extra day of prep. That's a I'm huge saying- <laughs> disadvantage. But going into this game, the uh, oh oh, I right. That's what I'm saying. Are- both. Both yeah. the Cardinals and the Rams will have the same amount of rest, so it's not one of them getting an advantage. Whereas next week, whoever they play, yeah, will be, but, will be after a day or two. Well, yeah, but who? No, no, because whoever wins this game, the Cardinals or the Rams, they they got an extra day of rest last week. You know, so it and it's yeah, it's not this week going into the next game. They got an extra day of rest, 
But I guess, you know, the week prior, they got the extra day arrest. Um, yeah, but they, then had, they still had to play on a short week, though. Like, that still is that's a huge disadvantage. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It is a disadvantage. I think that NFL do the NFL do anything anything to fill in a time slot and get I mean just with this extra the week eighteen the extra freaking the seven seed is stupid I'm sorry the NFL is just doing it, anything for money it made week eighteen a hell of a lot more fun though no well for a couple games but half the games weren't nobody was even playing for anything yeah that's going to be every year you got to have some last yeah, game but, of the season is only so, so yeah many teams but it's, in it. it's worse it's worse now with only one team getting a bye half the team there's more teams eliminated with an extra week um oh the bills uh buffalo v weather is going to be six degrees at kickoff in buffalo oh, shit i don't know how much i like I don't know. I should have. Damn, I'm a. And that one burned me last time, and I'm, I bet it again. It's clear, it's gonna, though. It's going to be clear, clear okay. with ten, 10 miles of wind. But being cold as hell and windy like that still freaking favors the Patriots' offense more than the Bills' offense. Yeah. I think the cold, though, I don't think the cold affects NFL games as much as you'd think, especially for two teams that are kind of. They live in it. They, they live, live in that weather. So Yeah. I mean, last time, though, freaking. Pats came out and just ran it down. Yeah, I have a feeling that's going to be their strength. McDermott was like, fuck it, we'll throw it 40 times. (laughs) While Josh (laughs) Allen's passes are dropping like curveballs, getting blown down. That was wild. That was a wild Monday night or Sunday night game or whenever that was. Yep, all right. I think that does it for us. Enjoy wild card weekend. Enjoy the... The winter weather, the winter time of the year, uh, even if it sucks, find the good in your day. And above all, stay healthy, America. Dealers in four.